0: You just don't want to lick children. Of course not. listeners, and welcome to another Hey, I've Got an Idea show. Mmm. It's good to see you. That there. That's my brother, Mason, King of the Jungle, Williams. And that over there is my brother, Luke King Leonidas Williams. Hey, that, that nickname you got, did you get it? Because I'm a lion? Uh, wait. The lion's the king of the jungle. Unless okay. we're talking about like Tarzan, Tarzan might be king of the jungle, but did you get did you get that nickname during recess? Were you king of the jungle, Jim? I was definitely not that, but okay. <laughs> yeah, that's that's pretty much true, but uh hey, this isn't this isn't an invention podcast. I was the king of Rainforest Cafe, and we're going to make something right before your very ears. This week, Playground. That's true. Yes, our category for this week is Playground. We need to make a playground. Hey, here's a a fun fact that I learned today. Okay. It is barely related, but it's such an interesting fact. I need to share it with you. Okay. Uh, Did you know that there is a maternal instinct present for some women just after giving birth? To lick the baby. <laughs> that tracks. Isn't that interesting? Like, how do they determine that a human being has this instinct? And not just, like, a weird intrusive thought? Um, I know that there... I think there is some tracking of it to uh, more indigenous cultures. Uh, but apart from that, they theorize it's, like, a, a complex reason that is partially like animal instinct partially like or where that animal instinct comes from. It's like, you know, potentially it comes from wanting to remove bacteria or whatever. Uh, part of it's like, like, uh, I'm not saying that it doesn't make sense for mammals to lick their babies. Like that is clearly a thing that we would do. I'm just saying that how do you measure someone like a human being And say, oh, is that an instinctual thing? When we have the much larger aspect of like a culture and cognition, like I I might tell you, oh, you know, you have a a natural instinct to stop at red stop signs and red stop lights because stop reminds you of blood. Uh, But like, we cannot tease that out. We cannot separate that from decades worth of mental programming of associating red things with stopping. I think it's, I think it's from when the doctors and nurses, you know, deliver, deliver the baby, and they say to the mother, how do you feel? And the mother says, I feel like I want to lick that baby. (laughs) And they go, hmm, interesting. And they write it down, and then they just email BuzzFeed. Okay, okay. Is there a correlation with postpartum depression? Oh, good question. Because does... Does are, are, depression are women set who have postpartum depression only depressed because they're being prevented from licking their own babies? Oh, that's it. That's the cure. <laughs> Hooray. Lick <laughs> your children. We've solved postpartum Okay, depression. so the playground that we're coming up with is just going to be a shit ton of tongues all over the place. Wow. We are so not going there. Just dive right on in, kids. There's Let's thousands dive of right tongues. on out. Let's... Like, I was all game for hurting kids in so many fun ways. You that just don't want to, to lick about. children. Of course not. I don't I, want that on, on record. I don't want a recording of that. I'm picturing, like, tunnels. And, okay. like, you lay down and the tongues are all writhing in such a way that they can move you around. I am segueing so fast. From so this much spit. Because I've got a fun... Game idea. This is Genuine Mother Spit. Pretty much not having to do with the actual construction of a playground. And yet, here I go. I had an idea for a video game where uh the, the point of the game is to you're your child mm-hmm. and you try to hurt yourself on the they playground. Have that. And at the beginning of the game, it's easy because it's some rickety old rusty thing that falls apart and it's really easy to hurt yourself. But as you go and the levels progress in difficulty, it gets harder and harder because the it gets more updated and the playground yeah. equipment becomes safer and safer. Yeah, yeah. No, there's literally a game called Who's Your Daddy where one player plays as a baby and the objective is to hurt and or kill yourself and the other player is the parent tra- frantically trying to prevent you from doing yeah. that. Who's your who's your baby is a neat neat game. Uh you know, baby constantly trying to eat the batteries or the bleach out yeah. of the sink or or whatever. Um but that's not a playground, It's a baby. <gasps> Wait, is this sort of the theme that we want to go with? Are we going to like discern like uh a playground which is not unlike the baby on the construction site bit? Oh, so so you're proposing that we have essentially the construction site where the baby is wandering through and is like somehow through divine luck, narrowly avoiding being hurt at all at all turns. And yet in our version, like that is programmed in. So you're actually safer if you don't know what you're doing. Like as soon as you start trying to react to the world around you, that's when you fuck up. Mm. It could all be a, a, just a metaphor for being able to uh, to be flexible in life. and You don't not... often see a playground that's a metaphor. Mm. Yeah, I like the idea of like this big over... M- wasn't moral last week. God damn it. Okay, okay. No, no. Okay, here's my thing. There are a lot of different kinds of playgrounds And much depends on what's the age of the child that we have in there. Fair. And how much do we care about them being hurt? Hmm. And if you've got a playground that's for five-year-olds, that's very different from a playground that's for 12-year-olds. Hmm. Okay, so... So what I'm proposing is a playground that's laid out like a Katamari level. Oh. so you can you can get up to the more dangerous, more fun stuff, but only you if up. you can get past the gauntlet oh so so this could maybe be like one of those things where, as you're going uh it's literally like you can't advance to the next age bracket level because uh you you weren't big enough to have the strength or the dexterity. To make it to that next level. Yeah, like like you're like, hanging out in the kitty level and it's just like, oh, here's a slight bit of a hill, and then you can run down it again. Here's a slide that'll only go like eight feet, and then you're like, Oh man, this is bullshit. And it's like, oh well you could go over here to where the slightly bigger kids play, but you gotta be able to climb up a rope ladder. Hmm. And the uh the 8 to 10 year olds, like you separate them with like monkey bars mm-hmm. uh, to get further, further on down because like there isn't another way to step up to the other side of the monkey bar part. You have to actually make it across the monkey bars I'm going to be honest, down. that would also keep me out because I lack the requisite upper body strength to go hand over hand like that and traverse a gap. I would not be able to do that. There you go. Not in my current state. So I'm I'm still going to be down there with the little springy horses that go back and forth. Yep. Oh, yeah. put them under the monkey bars. Well, see, that's the other problem with this with this thing is if we're making it like a vertical thing and you have to be able to climb up, anytime a kid either intentionally or unintentionally fucks up and falls off, they are going to land on a toddler. And that's less than ideal. Okay, how about this? How about there's a giant funnel slide that the entire tower (laughs) is within and as you fail, you fall down the funnel. The funnel all scoops you down into the same slide and spits you out. Well, I mean, the other thing is like what is like uh, going back to the idea of a playground having a metaphor or a message to it. Do we want to have a playground that can have a failure state? Like, do you want a kid coming back from the playground? And mom and dad are like, hey, how was the playground? And they'll be like, I sucked at it. I was bad at playground. I failed at playground. I got an F Mm. on playground. Mm. Um, Here's another thing that occurs to me, and uh, I hate to go serious with this, but of all of the times when we, you know, are speaking towards things of which we do not know, um, you know, playgrounds are super ableist, like, you, you, you and I probably can't make it across those monkey bars, what with us being 200 plus pound men, so, um, and also leading sedentary lifestyles and just sort of sucking, yeah, yeah, we, uh, but what about, like, you know, wheelchair bound children, are you kidding me, kids in wheelchairs are jacked, because they go everywhere on their arms. Yeah, but I mean... They have an advantage. Okay, for monkey bars, I could understand. Yes, perhaps. Uh, what I mean to say is... i thinking about it briefly now with... If, if we can't pull this off, we can move on. But I feel like it would be a good idea to invent playground equipment that is accessible. Like, fully accessible. Well, I, I mean, you know. got you got to question like what's reasonable in that case, though, because like there's a spectrum, and like here there's like athlete, and then slightly farther down the scale we got schlubs like me and you. Slightly further down the scale we got somebody who maybe walks with a cane. Further down the scale we got somebody in a wheelchair. Further down the scale we got a quadriplegic who's like getting around on their eyelids, and yeah, they or their yep yeah like we got we got to draw a line and say okay I'm sorry Stephen Hawking rest in peace uh like love your work your 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 stuff on black holes is really super great cannot let you in our playground because you would instantly die hmm. and I do not think that is unreasonable I think Stephen Hawking is fine and he's like it's okay I will do I will do physics I'll be over here yeah I definitely think that's a fair I'm just limitation. saying disability yeah. is not a binary condition it's a gradient yeah um okay so let's just sort of pivot from that because and uh, here here's what I mean to say with that somebody some people who aren't total jackasses uh we're, we're if they felt like yes. designing play playground equipment that was way mo- way more accessible uh go for it that's a noble cause, and godspeed. And yes. now let's, like, break kids' necks. <laughs> okay. Alright. So, here's a fun story. Okay, hit me, hit me. At our elementary school, I got our teeter-totter taken away. What? The, you got the teeter-totter taken away? Yep. Did you hurt yourself? Nope. Did you hurt another child? Yep. Nice! I Flipped a kid on his head. Fuck yeah! And the reason why... Was because I was able to... There was, like, the tires at the bottom, uh-huh. right, that you bounce the, the butt part on. Right. And I was able to put a, a very small, much more lightweight kid on the other side. Uh-huh. And I was able to bounce down super hard, but then immediately extend my legs so that I was in a full stand, and at the same time, pull pull the teeter-totter uh, handles back up to like just under my junk. Yeah. And in doing that so fast, I was pulling his side down and also the hard bump on the tire at the bottom gave him an, an initial bump at the top. So I was able to essentially he you know, bump him not only off his seat, but then I I yanked him like he was like, you know, superman but 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 vertical <laughs> for I a see. second. And then I flipped him over onto the bar onto his head and he cried and then the teeter-totter got taken away because okay. i was playing with it the cool way In- incorrectly yeah i i prefer to think of it as the cool way fair enough to be fair it is a giant lever it it is a lever it's it's a catapult it's a springboard just waiting to happen yeah like a lot of uh a lot of playground equipment is either stationary or it is a very simple machine largely because you don't want to have to do maintenance like um we we don't want to install like an elevator on the slide although it would be you know more accessible to people in wheelchairs uh you don't want to install an elevator on the slide because then you got to do maintenance on an Otis and like hmm. that's no good Yeah what's an Otis in this case Otis is a brand of elevator Oh I was was referencing a well-known brand of elevator. A well-known brand? There is a household name for elevator brands? Well, I was 50-50 on that or ThyssenKrupp. Yeah, I mean, you got me there. I have no idea if I pronounced that one correctly. I've only ever seen it in print. If the trivia question was ThyssenKrupp and Otis are two popular brands of this, I would say Porridge. Luke, you're a real American standard. Is that a, Is that a porridge? Sure. except they call it oatmeal here. what's uh what's a playground you want to make? Okay, uh well, let's see what's what's good in playground actually, what have you seen lately in playgrounds? Weird, new, very indestructible looking shapes. Have you been seeing, uh, monkey bars still, or are they getting phased out? I think I saw some monkey bar things, but, like, I'm just as easily gonna see, like... There's, like, um... Oh, jeez, what are they called? Like, hand pedal things? Oh, yeah, like, uh... Yeah, like on a track? Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh slides. Still... Do we, uh, we still have slides? Are they all... Slides are generally still pretty okay. We They'll still got like... slides. Yeah. Um... Teeter totters, are they still a thing or are you they, those no, getting phased I don't. out? I think that they are getting phased out. That's fair. Makes sense. Because of people like me. Uh how about swings? You've been seeing swings still? Uh yes. Uh, like here's here's another thing. There's different kinds of playgrounds. Mm-hmm. Me seeing a very uh wealthy park expansion in a weird uh neighborhood in toronto i would see weird avant garde state of the art well now when uh, you say weird are we talking like upper class or are we talking, yeah, like, talking like ethnically i'm talking upper class upper class, and class. so okay. they 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 invested in something state of the art and it looks weird and different and you have to sort of you i i think there's an eye-catching factor that they're like legitimately trying to get kids to not understand what the thing is but see it's in a park in a sanded area so therefore i can climb on that thing and invest i can ha- go on an adventure right now investigate what the hell that thing is climb all over it like i'm right. able to do that right and that that's something that you can see also now that I am in a small town, if I see any playground equipment, it's whatever has been there for the last twenty, thirty years. Right. And yeah, swings are there. Yeah, yeah swings, swings, there. and teeter totters and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. Probably not teeter totters, though. I think those are just a legitimate like safety hazard to still exist. Oh, oh, okay, okay. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Uh, McDonald's play place uh-huh. is that a playground? Hmm. Cause here's the thing, McDonald's playplace got a lot of the features that you would expect in a typical playground. But typically indoors air go ball pit. Outdoor ball pit not so much. Indoor with supervision ball pit, very good. I think uh, I think you've asked a very important question. Where does a playground begin and end? Does it necessarily have to be outside? I think we need a more accurate definition. Oh shit. All right. Powering up definition but Yo, DB was shaking. Hello, nothing is shaking except for this definition for a playground that I suspect you two need. A playground, play park, or play area is a place specifically designed to enable children to play there. It is typically outdoors. Typically, typically now, Typically typically outdoors. Okay. While a playground is usually designed for children, some target other age groups. Berlin's Prauen Park, for example, is designed for people aged 70 or higher. A playground might exclude children below a certain age. Do we want to target a different kind of demographic, which I'm now thinking of either a playground for, uh, for adults, like middle-aged type people, or because the playground. world doesn't cater to adults enough sure yep or a playground for infants okay a playground for infants is just sort of like their immediate surroundings Shit you're right it is a total waste okay and I guess we make all kinds of toys and stuff for them okay so here's like... here's a question I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you this okay who is most in need of play? Well, I suppose the people for whom their lives are so serious that they they truly need to have some more joy in their lives. Well, like, the problem is, is people whose lives are serious are generally serious because, like, they're under a lot of stress because the shit they do is important. And I don't know that we could get them to go bounce around, you know, on a jungle gym... By saying like, "Hey, here is where the fun is," they'd be like, "Nah, I gotta, I gotta go back to work so I can afford insulin for my yeah. baby." I, I, I appreciate that you are uh, a very gifted hostage negotiator, uh, but let's go down a slide, huh? What do you say? takes Take some time out of that precarious negotiation and come. Come down a slide. You'll, you'll feel great. You'll feel great after you go down the slide. You go wee. Okay. Um. Let's <laughs> see. People who are in need of play. Um. How about uh people who have been through traumatic experience, PTSD sufferers? Okay. That could be a challenge in the sense that... You'd have to ensure that it is the least triggering place possible. Oh, um, speaking of the least triggering place possible, uh-huh. uh, we were actually able to accommodate uh, something like that at uh, at Con Bravo. Uh, I don't know if we did it last year, but I know we did it the year before, um, and it's specifically for um, uh, people with autism. Uh, we had a uh, we had a guest that. Uh, had autism Uh uh, or was on the uh, on the spectrum yeah and it was sort of like a safe quiet space a sensory room of sorts uh they had like panels they were stressed out about and they had a bunch of stuff that they were that was like making them like freak out a little bit and the ability to actually go to that space was super great for them they were it is it was like um like a quick little spa i don't know how to approach that sensitively either because especially given the fact that depending on the triggering uh you might very well be triggered by other people running around and you know loudly having fun next to you yeah who deserves a play place the most i mean i guess it's kids yeah right well i I mean That, that's the thing, is kids play, like, throughout the mammals, you know, the order mammalia, we see play more often in juvenile animals, because part of what play is, is training to be an adult. Right. So, so that's, like, why there's such an imitation factor for them. Because, you know, if uh if daddy is uh is frying an egg for your breakfast and then you have a go a kitchen set and you'd be like oh i can fry an egg too see and you like move your plastic frying pan around it's yeah like, or you have a little baby jer- doll because you want to basically practice having a, a baby or you have little adult dolls and you act at them out through social situations because in the future you might need to go through a social situation like that or you run around with a stick that's a sword because in the future you might need to cut someone up with a sword yeah um it's actually fascinating to see that that is just the stage that this toddler that i'm interacting with all the time um my nephew it's a nephew of sorts god damn it i don't know what to call him yet um sidekick yeah but it's not mine (laughs) Well, your future sidekick, you're training him up to be your Robin. My, I'm just going to say sister-in-law. It's simpler. Okay. Um, My sister-in-law's nephew is, he's like just reached the point where playing pretend is a thing now. (laughs) Like before it was just identifying things and now it's suddenly turned into these blocks have become a boat or this stick has become a fishing rod or whatever. And, And it's, it's interesting that it just sort of reached this point where now the possibilities of play have expanded. Okay, well, let me ask you this. If we assume that play is training a child for muscle memories and cognitive development that they will need to do stuff as an adult, today's children, like the children that exist right now, 20 years from now, what skills will they have to develop? That's a very good question, one that we should ponder while we have a drink. Hell yes. Oh, there's a watering fountain just at the end of this play play park we're inventing. There, let's, let's see if it gives us a disease or Yay. if it works. Yay, dysentery. Hello dear listeners, this is the water cooler segment that I'm increasingly feeling like I need to pass off to Definition Bot or something. Uh, if there's ever any news with us, we'll tell you about it in this uh, segment here. There's also a spot where we sometimes have ad placements. But for now, it's also a reminder about where you can find us. My brother does some webcomics, forward, at forwardcomic.com, as well as the art for roll to save at roll2savecomic.com. He's also got some books and board games and other good stuff. Check out check out patreon.com slash tailstake. We're always looking for suggestions for things that we should invent, so shoot us an email H I G A I show at gmail.com or tweet at us at H I G A I show. Speaking of which you're going to want to go there after this episode and weigh in on this verdict of these two things we wind up inventing after this segment right here. You know what? Let's just get back to it, but don't forget to vote in that verdict. Okay. So here's my thought. Okay. In the future, I was thinking of skills that future kids are going to need and Mm. I'm leaving out skills That they are naturally going to develop just from having a tablet and watching people react on YouTube or from school. So, like, leaving that shit out. Skills like physical skills, play skills that a future child would need to develop. And you know what I thought, Luke? What's that? Dodging out of the way of automated vehicles. Um... So, here's my thought. You've got a playground that's mostly big padded shapes. Like, think of, like, a refrigerator, but it's wrapped in beanbag chairs. And they're just moving around at random. They got, like, pendulums, and they're swinging back and forth, and they're dive-bombing you out of the air, and they're, like, swinging around in big, wide circles, and... You just got to run around this playground and laugh and scream and have a great time. And if you get hit, it's cool because you just sort of bump and you're, you get bumped down into the rubber or cedar shavings or whatever. And you're mm. like, ha ha ha, I'm having a great time running around and learning the muscle memory to be able to dodge cars. Uh, so, and do delivery you... drones. <laughs> Granted. Automated vehicles might not recognize children uh, enough to, like, stop immediately or whatever. So, I I, I get that. Um, Here's one problem I'm seeing, a logistical problem. Moving some big... Even if they're, like, you know, covered in padding. Moving big objects around, like, automated. Yeah. You're now talking about, like... Something that requires a fair bit of electricity to move all of these things. Uh, or, I guess, I mean, you could make them work on, like, counterweights or something. Or pedal power. You got one kid in the middle and he's just pedaling up a storm. And these things, like, they're big. Like I said, refrigerator to illustrate size. But they're very light. Like, that's all foam. Hmm. But even still, you're going to need a lot of pedal power. I mean, the fun thing about that, oh, this could actually work out pretty well. You could have the parents on the sidelines, the parents and, and guardians and parental units of whatever, uh, yeah. or even, you know, babysitters. They take you to the, they take you to the park where the big things move around, which was to, to be named. Uh-huh. Uh, and they're paddling on the side, but even better, maybe they can have a couple of controls to actually move them around and try and like... Okay, I'm gonna hit you with with these things that oh, deek left, oh, deek right, you know like if they could be pedaling on the side, get their cardio in, while the kid is getting his cardio in, you know, you could make small talk between a couple different cycles. Yeah, you just have some stationary bikes there, and all the parents can line up on those. And they're just pedaling. they're just getting in their cardio, that's fine. And meanwhile, they are looking directly where they need to be looking, which is at their child, as they mm-hmm. run around and laugh and scream and get bomped around by giant foam things. Mm. And then, you know, you could <laughs> crush your neighbor's kid. That's, that's like... the other thing, is y- your neighbor's kid is a brat, and they're not like wonderful and talented like your own child is. So wouldn't it be great to drop an approximation of a giant refrigerator on them, Uh, but it's it's fine because it's all foam. Yeah. Uh, Well, it being fine is a little bit touch and go because we're going to want to not injure the children in this scenario. Granted. Okay. Okay. Let me ask you this. Let's say that you and I, Luke, as adults, we roll yeah. up to this playground and we're like, "Huh, no one around, but fuck it, we're full of piss and vinegar we're just gonna check this scene out, and yeah. one of us starts running around with all the foam block things going, "Wee and the other mm-hmm. one is just like, ha ha I'm gonna get you and you're on the pedal thing. Which side would you want to be on? Would you want to be pedaling and somehow controlling what things hit me?" Or would you want me to be pedaling and trying to hit you and you running around dodging? I'm pretty sure I want to dodge. You would have fun dodging? I would have fun dodging. Like there's thwomps coming down all around you and you're like, ha ha, almost got me. Thwomps. But like Mason. foam rubber, yeah. Yeah, but even, this is what I'm saying is that it needs to actually be safe for children. And I, don't get me wrong, I would love to drive a foam bus into a child. Sure. Don't don't misunderstand me. But you're love... just saying there is a possibility of harm. If well you're saying thwomp like if any child decides to put their spine in such a way that if you get hit by one of these things too hard, like the pedal power would have to just like this is, you know, the level you need to reach in order for the things to move. But they're not moving fast at all. I think they got to move relatively slowly. Well, I mean, we, we know from the definition earlier that it's okay to bar children of a certain age limit. So yeah. I'm thinking like as long as we're, I don't know, eight and up, you're probably fine vis-a-vis the spine. Here, here's, I think, another limitation we're hitting here is that, um, we're thinking that this is likely going to be, likely going to be outdoors. Yeah. Um, but also just a sort of an unsupervised thing that you can happen upon that can withstand, uh, the elements of the weather. Yeah, it's gotta Where... be able to withstand the weather, so all these things have gotta be, like, rubberized but also, it's got to withstand teenage hoodlums trying to hurt each other with it. Mm-hmm. And granted, that's more or less the the play place, the McPlay place as well. Yeah. But, like, if you go to, like, a kid gym with, like, some trampolines and foam foam pits and, and like... God, you know, I want to jump in those foam pits so bad. Yeah. I just want to, like, bullshit Zone... parkour my way around. Yeah. I think Discovery Zone is a, is a comparable name also uh jimboree i think i have no idea but like a kid's space where they crawl around whatever that that kind of place has got mild mind you but it has some supervision so and that's a stabbed indoor building right (laughs) so i would argue that that is a playground that is an indoor playground okay right that is a business of a playground that okay. you would actually spend money to take your kid to because of how ample and safe it is. Right, indoors. it's not like a typical playground that the city spends a couple of thousand bucks putting it up, set it, forget it, gosh, I hope nobody hurts themselves on the slide, oh well, whereas this is a place that has to have at least one minimum wage flunky standing by to call 911 when your eight-year-old does a you know two and a half times backflip. Yeah, two... Two and a half. Yeah, that would. Do they it. were aiming for three. Did not yeah. stick the landing. Uh, had plenty of plenty of energy though. Hmm. Plenty of energy until stopped having energy. Yeah. So, um, I think that there could be a scenario where this is a monitored thing to a very low extent, right? Like, sure. The oh, how old is your child? They're they're three. Okay, well we're setting. They can come in, but it has to be set to one. And your your mom is gonna pedal this bike to try and hit you with this big thing. Make sure to run away from the thing, and then it like slowly, slowly moves. And that's just fun enough for the kid anyway. They see the thing coming towards them, and they either scared shitless or they understand the nature of the play. And it's like, oh, you're not gonna catch me symbol of my mom and the the other thing is is a playground necessarily this is not like one sport it's not like we're playing tackle football here this is uh like an unstructured play space so we need to have it so that you know there if a kid wants to run one way run the other way or climb up something or whatever there are Multiple ways that you can interact with this, other than just, like, serpentining your way through it. Hmm. I, I almost want to gamify it even further, that, like, there's a way for the kids to not just dodge the things, but also, like, get to huck a dodgeball at the... at or You know, like, they acquire the dodgeball through the rafter swing. Okay, so the- what are some other skills that future children will need that we can reward them with a dodgeball in exchange for exhibiting. Here's another thing that I think is something we want to like a future skill that will be important, uh, especially to muscular development and stuff. I think that there is going to be a legitimate rise in uh, muscle pain in the neck from people looking down at their phones because we are still at the first decade of that being a thing. 30 years of that and people are are going to have neck pain i think that's well a i think we already have neck pain from like computer monitors and like a hundred years of books several okay. hundred years of books i don't know why i said only a hundred years books were not invented in nineteen eighteen. only a hundred years of books celebrating a hundred years of the written word Oh uh, what a century celebration we did it guys we've had books the whole time for this hundred years anyway um so what other what other skills neck related safety yeah neck related safety uh preventing rsis um yeah i i heard about that recently um okay what about if you need to pass a neck mobility test to advance through a door to get the nerf blaster to shoot dad in the shin. Uh, okay. How exactly are you going to administer a neck mobility test? All right. We get the, we get like, you know, like the crane game. Yeah. We get one of those big one. (laughs) And it picks you up by the head. Grabs the head. Okay. Shakes you around a little bit. And, and, then and you either win dead. or you die. <laughs> yeah. So it's like if the it Game of you Thrones. You win or you die. If you put if it puts you back down and you live, you win. Uh I'm gonna go with No on that. Hmm, fair. Like uh sorry, but I'm gonna veto. Okay. You know what? Let's just take an, an, an abrupt right turn. I like what we've made. I also still wanna hurt children. Uh again, maybe maybe I shouldn't be saying this out loud on a recording, but can can we do something that catapults kids like? Well, I mean, tossing kids. children around is excellent. So good. So like it's if we so could get good to toss children. If we could get like giant ass teeter totter that catapults you into You know, big thing of foam. Yeah. I mean, that's good. I mean, that's the kind of thing that you can just wind up doing in gymnastics, though. Like, if you go to a gymnastic space, we didn't really even cover that. Like, a gymnastic space is, like, limitless potential for play, but also they want to get you mobile and stretching and and maybe trying some some acrobatics. Uh, And, you know, testing you on that. But also, like, people do, like, fight choreography in, like, a gym gymnastic space. Well, I so, mean, people like, will do, like, parkour and shit in a regular playground. Like, as soon as... Like, hell, like, if you put up fence posts that you can walk on that are each, like, a jump's width apart, you're gonna have people jumping from fence post to fence post. Yep. I, I guess what I'm getting at is that if you... If you're a fight choreographer and you're working on doing a a flip kick and you have to either teach that or learn that or, or perform that for somebody else, you're probably going to be learning how to do that flip safely first into a foam pit. And if you have a gymnastics gym at your disposal, if you grew up with it, you probably have a different concept of play compared to somebody with just playground equipment at your local park right like you probably learned how to play a bunch of different ways oh oh i just had the the weirdest idea the weirdest concept you know how there will be like a life-size chess board and like you'll move yeah. and each piece will be a person yeah. imagine a life-size shoots and ladders board Okay. Okay, so it's laid out like a chutes and ladders board, okay? But each step, like going from one to two, two to three, three to four, that's Mm -hmm. like maybe a foot up, right? So if you want to just run from one to 100, you can do that, and it's just like climbing a 100-step flight of stairs. Okay. But that necessarily means that you've got multiple places where you can jump down like from one level to another but also you've got like secret slides that'll take you down from this this spot to that spot and also there'll be ladders that'll take you up from this spot to that spot so like it's literally a 3d model of a snakes and ladders board and if you wanted to play it like with dice you could just do that with your body So, at first I thought you were talking about just a stairwell. But it isn't because it has to be laid out so that it's not looping on top of itself. Yeah, like, think of it like a a typical snakes and ladders board is 10 by 10, right? Right, right, right. So you go up 10 feet and then you go back and now you're going the other direction 10 feet and 10 feet and you're going and each way that you're going, like, I'm picturing each square is let's say a square meter okay so it's just enough space for you to stand and do a little dance comfortably right and then you go okay i'm on square zero and then hop, 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 and now now you're up so a bit yeah h- how between square one and square two what is the like height difference you're thinking one foot third of one a meter foot. Uh, so... Just enough that it's taller than an average stair. uh, I see, I see, I see. So, you could essentially cut two of these out of a hundred foot cube. Yeah. Huh. I think there's some... I think there's some logic to this being, like, a cool, like, a good idea. Like, if this was... Uh, The right kind of material Like something rubbery enough That you're not in danger Like you can't make it out of concrete That's just not safe for what yeah, you're trying the, to do The with furthest that you would be able to fall Like is about mm-hmm. 20 feet Because if you go from square zero And you run up to 10 And then you run mm-hmm. up to 20 20 is adjacent to zero So that's about 20 feet Which is 20, 20 feet's high That's pretty hey, hang high Hang on hang on hang on I'm missing something here ten feet I guess huh the the thing that's throwing me is the concept of you know the next one up is one foot, and yeah, I could do that no problem just it's just, it's a step, yeah, right, but ten feet you're up a s you're up a story ten more feet you're up a second story basically yeah so it's it's basically a two story drop from 20 to 0 but and from 40 to 20 but imagine if that's a slide though like that could be one of the shoots oh okay you can build this yeah it's it's huh there's you can build this and there's a billion different games you could play with that real life game board well i mean the main game would be shoots and ladders but yeah no but like variations where it's like okay like there's a fitness version where you have to do you know 10 push-ups on five and how fast can you get to the other end mm-hmm. or there's like the competitive version right uh where you're actually just the game piece and you have dice or whatever yeah um i could imagine like a nerf gun version or a mario party version or uh you know food let's get some food on there like i I could be into that (laughs) what if at each square there was a burger so you get to the end and you've eaten a hundred burgers unless you yeah. took a shortcut with the with the ladder yeah yeah you have to get to the end or, or like you don't maybe you don't have to eat 100 burgers but maybe you you know you get a roll of the dice let's even say two dice right so you're just hoping for 12 all the time because you want to get up there as fast as possible so you only have to eat like as few burgers as possible well okay so you don't if, for if the we're top. talking 2d6 the average roll on 2d6 is a 7. 7. Yes. So what's 100 divided by 7? What is that? Uh, 9 something? Okay, so you gotta eat 9 burgers on average. Oh, I'm sorry. That was really wrong. Uh, 100 divided by 7 is 14.2. Okay, so on average, you gotta eat 14 burgers. Fourteen burgers. Okay, maybe if we do this with sliders, it's not. So I could bad. eat fourteen sliders. I could eat fourteen sliders, but then your your unlucky ass is just keeps rolling twos, and you have to eat fifty sliders. Well, I'm picturing like if you get to the square and you eat the slider, and I'm along behind you and I land on the same square, do I not get a slider? Did you eat my thing? Oh, I, I I threw away your slider. And also, if if there's a hundred the slide. sliders on the board, and I get to the end after having eaten fourteen of them, are we throwing away eighty six sliders? Yeah, game's done. No. What if it was something like you have to pick up a, an ingredient? And you can choose to eat the stuff together at any time. So like, you know, square one is peanut butter. Square two is jelly. And you're like, okay, oh, okay. no peanut butter on the playground. That's going to kill kids. Yeah, sure. Kids these days can't handle peanut butter. They'll all die. Okay, so square square two is jam. Square three uh, is bread. And you're like, oh, I can make a jam sandwich right now and eat it. Or you can hold out for the next item and you can eat it all together, but then, like, the next one is, like, blue cheese. If I get something, do I have to eat it? Yeah, it's just the omnivores race. What about if I'm, like, keeping kosher or something? Uh, no. What about if I'm vegan? Uh Uh-uh. What if I'm allergic to literally everything? It can only be sliders. This is, this is... Okay, nice hypoallergenic sliders. Sure. Yeah, just sliders. Kosher, halal, hypoallergenic sliders. I think basically we came up with two different inventions, right? We came up with the battlefield parent, child, uh, you know, pedal controlled... uh, Swamps, yeah. child machine. What what do we call that? Uh, well, okay, can, can we make it a German word that just means, like, Dodge Zone or something? Uh, Dodge and Garden? Oh, damn. I was gonna say Dodge Zone is perfect, and then you hit me with Dodge and Garden, and Dodge and Garden sounds perfect. <laughs> okay, so Dodge and Garden, and then... Snakes and Ladders. IRL Snakes and Ladders, yeah. Okay, so here's my question, Luke. Mm-hmm. Let's say that you and I, again, we're running up on this playground. We're like, huh, what a weird-ass playground. Uh, it looks like we've got two options. Over here is the Dodging Garden, and over mm-hmm. there is the Life-Size Chutes and Ladders. Hey, Luke, which direction do you want to go? I think I would go in the direction... Of our dear listeners for a verdict. Oh, shit. Which of these two sounds like more fun to you? Now, more fun, not more appropriate. We don't care if it makes sense. Which one would you have fun with? Which one sounds like more fun? You can only go with one. It's like you have to decide if you're going to go play pool or go bowling. Like, you have to pick one. Yeah. There's no pool tables at the bowling alley. There's no throwing the pool balls down the bar like you're bowling. Yeah. We're in agreement this is, there. This is IRL Shoots and Ladders. Oh, let's just call it uh, IRL SNL. Okay. IRL SNL. But that's just in real life Saturday Night Live. Uh, well, well, I mean, it's not snakes and ladders, it's shoots and ladders, because we don't have snakes. Oh, shoots with a C. So, C and L. So, I, IRL, C and L. Uh yeah. C and L. C and, L. Uh, and yeah, then C ampersand L. Ampersand L, yeah. And you got Dungeon Garden. Which one is more fun, by the sounds of it? So, you can weigh in on that decision on our twitter at higai show also feel free to shoot us some more suggestions for what we should do next week and i've got a suggestion for next week oh what what what's this our suggestion comes to us from jeff jeff has suggested something that is definitely appropriate to follow playground with you have my attention he would like us to invent a new school bus. School bus! Wheels on the bus go round and round. Yep. Keeping with the uh, the inventions for kids, I suppose. Will, will our school bus have wheels that go round and round? You'll have to tune in to find out NCC. And until next time, uh, dear... Dear listeners, thumbs up Monorail Eggplant. Good night, everybody. Good night.